Hi, my name is Rob Scott from UC Today News. Hope you're doing well. So today I'm joined by Tony McCool, who is the UC Country Manager for UK and Ireland at MaxHub. And he's going to be sharing his perspective on achieving meeting equity in the hybrid workplace. Welcome, Tony. Hi, Rob. Really, uh, really good to, to be on here with you. Uh, nice to meet you. Yeah, great. Thanks very much for joining me. And uh, we've got a really hot topic lined up today, meeting equity. I know I really like this one. And certainly the hybrid workplace is a is a big topic, too. So just before we dive in, however, why don't we just do a quick introduction? Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at MaxHub, please. Uh, yeah, thank you. So uh, I, I've been with MaxHub since October last year, actually having spent many, many years uh, within the AV and UC space and, uh, and, and meeting room environment. And uh, with, with MaxHub, it's quite an exciting thing, actually, because it's, it's very likely a brand that not many people this side of the globe will have heard of. So it's kind of new, uh, fairly new to, to Western Europe. Uh, the, the irony of that is that Many people will likely have had their hands on some equipment that comes out of our, our parent manufacturer, which is CVTE, uh, with, with the large volume of um, OEM agreements that that uh, historically was in place uh, for distribution across uh, the UK and Western Europe. So now with the brand MaxHub, we, we're coming to the uh, UK and Ireland and, um, and and I joined in October to, to help them launch that business uh, within this uh, uh, region. Fantastic. Uh, thanks for the intro. Okay, so today we said we'd talk about uh, meeting equity in the hybrid workplace. I said it was a hot topic. It is. Uh, it's, it, I mean, certainly hybrid workplace, we're still trying to figure that out. So I was wondering, first of all, just to kick today's conversation off, is you know, kind of what are the key challenges businesses are facing right now in the hybrid workplace? Uh, well, do you know what, Rob? So we, uh, I was part of a team actually that that had these ideas about hybrid working before the pandemic. Would you believe? And uh, and and before then, it was almost like we were sort of still promoting concept of hybrid working. And uh, and and in particular, the year leading up to sort of September two thousand and nineteen, we were really putting lots of feedback we had together. Uh, to, to work out what people were asking. And, um, and, and I think as we've moved forward then in, and, and the landscape completely changed, it became more, right, how do we cope with this demand and also the challenges around all the technology? So, so some of the things that we, that we found across working across different industries, of course, in terms of end users, was uh, very quickly equipment shortages, shortages came into play. Uh, where, when demand went through the roof and uh, I think it's very challenging for, for businesses because there was like this platform um, problem i.e. do we use Teams, do we use Zoom, do we use Google? Uh, I think after the first lockdown we found that for example a lot of corporate uh, organisations had gone back home and were doing Zoom on a regular basis they would go back to work and and users would be used to a certain um, environment or way they were working and then they'd be challenged to use one of the other video platforms. So I think finding a, a uniformed, comfortable way of working with whatever platform for all your staff is, of course, a massive thing on the back of what was then equipment, the equipment shortages we mentioned. And then as we moved on, there were all sorts of other, you know, supply challenges coming on the back of a pandemic, um, trading issues over obviously the famous 
political changes that we had in, in uh, and then ship shortage shortages and things like that. So, and I think probably the overriding thing would would be the balance of tech performance. So IT managers being satisfied with one performance, not getting called every time there's a meeting. This is, is a big thing when I spoke to hundreds of IT managers. You know, every time a new meeting starts, the phone rings in IT, you know, to, to, to get something going. Uh, and then balance between ease of use. And when, when I say ease of use, all vendors and manufacturers quote ease of use. Actually, is it really? Because if you need training, no one showed me how to use my phone to make a video call ever but i can do it so why have I, why when i'm in work do i have to phone it and i do I, why do i need training to make that happen and then of course the overriding thing of cost you know we're, we're lots of businesses in many different worlds we, we were seeing on average people trying to reduce cost by about a third to, to cope with um, downturns in revenue etc uh, how do we balance that against needing to make investment in order to keep our business going so that, for me, was kind of like the overriding challenges that we saw businesses facing. Yeah, it sounds like the hybrid headache, not the hybrid workplace. So, I think so. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's there's so much to consider. Are we in? Are we out of the office? You know, uh, how much time are we going to spend in the office versus working from home or working on the road? So, so much to consider. Um, but today we said we'd talk about meeting equity. Now, that's an interesting part of this conversation. So talk to me about meeting equity. What does it actually mean and why does it matter? I think actually this, the, my first experience of this actually, uh, Rob, I, I always like to think, you know, when we were talking to customers, end users, you know, we need to ask them what is it they want rather than having a preconceived idea about, I don't know, I've got this particular product and I happen to have 400 of them in the warehouse. So I will try and convince someone to, to take that product. Um, and that never quite works because you're trying to put a square peg in a round hole and, and then it presents all sorts of problems afterwards. So what is it people want? That's the that's the real key thing. And actually, I remember very clearly sitting with a board of directors and one director threw this at me and said, these solutions for, for hybrid working, are they EDI compliant? And I'll be honest with you, I, I behind the scenes while someone did a diversion was quickly Googling EDI. You know what, and why would this be relevant to to a meeting? So, I ended up being honest and and, and posing the question. I said, "Look, I, I have to be honest. I've never been asked that. Can you explain what it is?" And the customer said that they that this was a topic of equality, diversion, and uh, diversity and inclusion. And um, as I sort of scratched my head to think where that was applicable, uh, of course it was applicable because actually we're we're trying to enable everybody in this workplace to be able to take part in everything that we do so actually as simple as for example i don't know if you if you had a training course for a manufacturer that used interactivity as part of their collaboration if you have someone in a wheelchair for example that that needs to come into that room can they take part in that room just as much as everybody else uh, and that was kind of my first taster of this meeting equity topic uh, and then as we've progressed, there were we went into the video world of, you know, like webinars or company presentations where you launch a presentation and you watch all your all your colleagues or your customers all are there to say hello. And then you start a presentation and pop, 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 pop. One by one, you see all the video windows close. 
And so actually then that made me start to think, I, I, if there's a lot of audience for, for meeting habits, it's good for to not have the, you know, the dog barking and all the usual distractions. But this isn't like a real meeting because normally in a room, if it was eight people in a room, you, you would have collaboration and people taking part and you'd have people's reactions. You'd have, um, you know, looking people in the eye. And and so for us, yes, it was really important to really understand this equity topic. And, and of course, it means to me, everybody being able to take part in that inclusive way that I learned at the start. Uh, and, and ultimately asking the question also, is there anything you would normally do in a meeting that now we're on video or remote or hybrid or whatever way it is, what can't you do? Because actually when we ask customers, a lot of them would say, we just presumed you wouldn't be able to do that because we're over video. And yeah. that was really good for us because then we could start to think about the whole solution aspect to maintain what you would normally do uh, because it's because it's important, right? You know, for people to take part and feel valued in those um, scenarios. So, yeah, that's the way I would perceive, based on my experience, the, the meeting equity topic. Yeah, it's a really great way of explaining it as well. And, um, you know, certainly this topic is, you know, I suppose we've been through it, haven't we? We've got all sorts of different platforms out there. They're not all the same all sorts of equipment out there that's not all the same and uh, the poor old user unless they speak up you're absolutely right um this 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 happens doesn't it and it could be happening without the organizations actually knowing so um this is a, a really important topic um in terms of kind of advice i mean what advice would you give organizations you know tackling meeting equity issues well as well as i think the, the 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 question that I just put, which was, you know, what do you normally do? Um, I would start with the, you know, always with the user experience. I always come back to that. I I think we we kind of throw vendors and manufacturers. I've worked with many. We're we're all guilty of this, right? Easy easy to use, works with everything. You know, you just they walk it. <laughs> you know, everybody say says it, right? But the but the reality, you know, can anybody in this building walk in any room and whatever it is they need to get started, it's obvious. So the word intuitive to me means, you know, we for, well, we did work in, uh, we did many projects in healthcare. Is it right that we need to sit a consultant down for half an hour to show them how to use, to get a meeting started? You know, the, of all the time that they haven't got, have we got the right solutions in place when they need to learn how to, to start a meeting? When actually the patients upstairs are video calling their family and no one showed them how to do that video call. So so for, for me, the most important thing is to put the user experience front and centre of everything. Now, I know IT departments will you know, cringe and and, uh, and, and not be uh, at times, maybe think, you know, that would be compromising, you know, their, I don't know, aspects of performance and security. But I'd always put user experience first. That That's the, the first thing that I would um, put in place. And then once I've uh, got that, I would suggest that we go down the road of, right, what is realistic? So that, in the old days, we used to say about cutting a meeting room table in half, 
and that end should be remote and this end should be local but we feel like we're round the table and and uh, i think that's really important is to go through the every small detail in particular of course audio because once you have an audio you know once audio goes from any conversation you know we're we're, we're going to struggle with with our yeah, meeting so so that that would be the things i would do and and of course we we do need to think about what hurts so when you've tried this so early doors in the in the first lockdown lots of investment was made to work on certain video platforms that they preferred with certain uc equipment or cameras or peripherals or collaboration or interactivity or whatever it was and actually we saw lots of people coming back then to the market to say actually i don't think this really works for us so in those environments we would ask what hurts what are the pinch points uh, and then from there is try it and that's where it departments then get satisfied because you say right this is what we think take it try it run it trial it put it on your network you know do all the horrible things you think might happen and let's see what damage we can cause and i think when you've ticked all of those boxes then i really think you've got then a real workable solution that gives you that equity and ultimately for staff creates creativity harmony people feel involved valued i don't think these are kind of buzzwords i think they're vital for for any working environment yeah it's really good advice i mean so we've got you know choose the right supplier choose the right technology i mean and that, that's got to be a, a, a top one hasn't it we can actually get the equipment right and test it as you say um, but the second one I kind of picked up there is that kind of almost like an engagement thing, a user engagement kind of program where you're actually talking to your users proactively saying, hey, how's it going? How's is it working? How do you feel in meetings? Which, you know, some of these questions may never have been asked before. So that's quite interesting in terms of how Max Hub are helping kind of their customers, you know, and overcome some of these challenges. You know, t can you talk us through a little bit around your products and solutions? Yeah, I, th I think uh, probably to mention solutions first actually is is the wise thing because of course we're we're a large manufacturer of a multitude of uh, of equipment, including UC, and and solutions is is really the first thing because I think it's important for us when we talk to customers. Not again, learning from our experience is is not to have a preconceived. You know, like I see lots of. Right. This is for a huddled space. This is for a small meeting room. This is actually, do you know what, Rob? I, in over 700 projects we worked on in th in three years, there was never a kind of, you know, like a, we'd love to have this room in a box. This is the solution that fits a preconceived room on paper. Once you get there, there's so many things you don't know. For example, again, the audio, which is vital. You know, the, the concrete, the high ceiling, the air conditioning, the fan that's running behind me, the all these aspects that you cannot know until you've put something in and tested it. So so that's that's the first thing. And then what what Max Hubber have been very good at is to really listen to these types of uh, detailed feedback and then try to service product that you know, kind of fits across those various solutions rather than just simply room size equals, you know, this product code. Uh, and as part of that, you know, they've, um, they have got, let's say work from home 
which is which is you know off the scale right i mean huge enterprise companies i mean i'm seeing already you know thousands of units you know they will just in, invest heavily of course to get people working satisfactorily from home so but the work from home part maxhub decided to put some of their very high end audio technology in terms of gain or or noise reduction all these types of things into their work from home product which actually if you look at from a price point point of view is still kind of mid range but suddenly that person that forgot to mute their camera whilst they're still eating a bag of crisps or all the things we've experienced you know the scratching on the keyboard and all those things all get you know eliminated by this so-called entry-level UC kit, which is what we're doing now, one-to-one. So that that was the first thing. And, and then I guess the second thing was thinking about meeting rooms that are challenging. If you took a rectangle, normally a display in a room goes on the shortest wall, right? Again, architects, bless them, in my experience, you walk in a room, so that could be the most modern building, but, oh, right, we can't because that's a glass wall that's a partition wall so that it's not always just the rectangle room size you know you might have to have the display on the longest wall which means now you've got a horseshoe shaped meeting and now if you use a standard camera they're typically let's say 120 degrees field of view you've now eliminated you know um this proportion of your audience and this portion of your audience so so max have decided to manufacture a, a 180 de- degree camera panoramic with stitching images together, which you could add some audio reinforcement to with an extra USB because that's what people ask for. So, so brand new, they have these um, panoramic cameras, and and on the back of that, really another exciting one actually, uh, which I think I can only talk about today for the first time, which is quite nice. Uh, and then and then they have these all-in-one sound bars, and they're they're split split into two. So we have one kind of USB camera, but again, we've added all of the audio and video features that we put in, in across all of the range into those sound bars and then added one which is all in one with Android, which can have multitude of video platforms at your choice, hover between them, you know, and, and again, that the reason for that is more and more we were finding you know a lot of organizations the interop topic i know is big and i know of course the major players in the uk being microsoft teams zoom google is how do you cope with people that bring a laptop that's off platform how do you you know another staff member is more comfortable using this platform so yeah so that's where where we wanted to have a a product that just had that genuine ability to flip between between platforms and uh, and of course, then we have the, the the PTZ range, which enables us to use large rooms with optical zoom to bring people in at the back of the room, nice and clearly, in uh, you know without degrading it because it's you know digital zoom. So yeah, we, we've taken lots of steps and actually uh, on a weekly basis, still considering feedback to to keep that improving. That's great. So high quality products for all environments, but ultimately designed to to help you know with that that equity issue where you know that field i like that field of view uh because not all cameras come with that kind of 180 degree field of view do they and that stitching capability uh, which i find you know fascinating um but very immersive when you when you're actually using it 
Yeah, I, I, I think actually when it was back in October, they shared with me some of their, their plans around these um, panoramic type cameras. And because I'd been in so many, going back to that, the past, what is it you want to do? And I'd been in environments where customers were saying, oh yeah, but because of the room, we need to put the display on the long wall. How am I going to see these people and these people? So you start to think about a, a pan, a, a PTZ camera, but didn't quite give the sort of same experience. And then you go, okay, if we change the view, I mean, this is a, a fantastic example. What if we want to change the view of the camera? Well, you need to call IT or you need to log into software. Well, we put this to, to MaxHub and, and they said, okay, so we'll, we'll add a push button on the actual camera itself which toggles between six views. So in theory, someone could just walk in a room, don't call IT, you don't have to log into the camera, so you don't need all of that skill and knowledge and training. But if you don't like the view, just change it yourself. That that thing there, we talk about meeting equity, that's the thing that truly gets that meeting started quickly and satisfies the user and enables everyone to take part. That's fantastic. And so in terms of roadmap for 2022, anything uh, we should be looking out for? What's happening at, at, at Max Hub? Well, as you can imagine, in a, in a huge manufacturer, Rob, there, there's from an R&D point of view and, and a roadmap perspective, there is lots happening because this, this space is extremely fast moving, as, as you well know. And uh, of course, we, we, we're well on that, you know, um, on, uh, along those roads to, uh, to, to keep improving. So there are many parts of that, unfortunately, which I can't tell you, but they are very exciting. And being an excitable person, it's on the tip of my tongue, but um, we'll have to watch that space. What I can tell you is that we have just brought to the market a, a 360 uh, camera. I say camera because it's four uh, built into one unit. So literally, we you know you can have a multitude of spaces now because people ask for it, right? You know, this problem. How does that work then? A 360 camera. Yeah, so so all in one unit, you know, plug it into your laptop and put it in the middle of the room, in the middle of the table with five meter radius audio pickup um, with uh, with four mics built in to to, uh, to to pick up people with framing and tracking. So you've got the, the AI working to, to bring um, people together and uh, obviously audio to really locate them quickly. And, uh, oh, wow. and we've, so it, will, it will turn around and it will locate the people around the, the table. Yeah, so you, you put the camera in the middle of the room. The four cameras are there permanently. The, the, the 360 uh, view is all stitched together for, in a very clever way. And actually, even then, let's say there's only two people in the room. Again, we added the button. We've got seven views on that where you can just press the button and say, I don't like that view. So now, as opposed to the whole room, it's only me and you, Rob, talking. We happen to be sitting opposite each other. So we just change the view and uh, and leave leave the tracking on, and now it'll just pick you and me out. It will look for our face, locate our voice, and put you and me um, so the far end only seen see us two. Or if two other people come in, we'll add them too as well, no problem. So yeah, that that one there. I have been in many scenarios. I think of, for example, chamber meetings. You know, local authority chamber meetings. You know, lots of people sitting around and and having those really collaborative you know challenging meetings that they have and they want everyone to take part but how do you get them all on the on the view so that's one i can tell you about because it's landed in the uk 
we only I only had product myself in my own hands two days ago with permission to tell you today actually which is quite nice and i love that and that really you know ties into today's conversation around meeting equity because if you've got 360 view you've got all bases covered haven't you and you know everyone in the room can't you, know, you can't escape unless you can climb on the ceiling there's no or climb under the desk there's no no escape in the camera which is great yeah yeah um, yeah and i just and it goes back to what we said about being what would you normally have what would a normal meeting look like, you know, if this wasn't on video? And actually, if, you, if you're if you in a room and you have a meeting and there's eight or ten of us or six or whatever, you, but you wouldn't put a bag over your head, would you? And that that's my only – I get it if you're in a presentation, if you're having a lecture, uh, you know, you're not taking part. But in a meeting room of four, six, eight, ten, twelve people, you don't mute yourself and cover yourself up. You know, you're you're there – and I think to feel valued and an important, integral part of that meeting, at any point you feel you've got a point, you would make your point or ask your question. Or, and, I, and I think that's where the, the, the technology and the manufacturers and the vendors, you know, we need to consider those things and, uh, and, and bring clever solutions to, to cope with it. And that's what we're trying to do. No, I really like what you're doing at MaxHub. It's great. And for anyone looking to find out more or connect with MaxHub or find out about these new products, what's the best way to get in touch? Yeah, of course. Yeah, MaxHub.com. Uh, please select the region of um, of Europe and go find us there. Uh, myself, uh, I'm on LinkedIn. If you want to connect with me and, and learn some more, I can I can send you a lot more details as well there. Uh, and of course, if, uh, if you like, I'm sure we can share some other um, communication email addresses, etc. Great. Well, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for today. However, if you are interested in finding out more about MaxHub, we're going to put some links in the description for you. So thanks, Tony. It's been great to see you. And you know, thanks for taking time to talk, talk through everything today. No problem. Thank you. And that's it from us. So uh, thanks to everyone for watching UCTV. If you've got some good takeaways from today's session, do give us a quick mention on social media and subscribe to our channel for more industry news and insights. I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching.